In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. The book of Job kicks off our three readings for this fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our excerpt at Mass comes from the seventh chapter, so a little backstory is in order. The first chapter of the book describes Job as blameless and upright. After this, we're told that the Lord God and the Satan dialogue one day about God-fearing Job. The Satan says that Job is only God-fearing because he has received many blessings. If you were to take away these blessings, he argues, then Job would curse God to his face. So removing the blessings from Job's life is exactly what happens. Job's oxen and donkeys are carried off in a raid. Then his sheep and servants catch on fire. On top of that, his camels and more servants are killed. And then finally, a strong wind collapses upon his oldest son's home and kills his children. Yet the end of the first chapter concludes this way. In all this, Job did not sin, nor did he charge God with wrong. But in the second chapter, the Lord God and the Satan get together again, and this time the Lord God permits the Satan to strike Job with severe boils all over his body. After this second calamity, a series of speeches takes place between Job and his three friends. And this is where our first reading at Mass picks up. Job is giving one of his speeches reflecting upon what has happened in his life. He says, Is not man's life on earth a drudgery? Several metaphors are used by Job in our first reading, and I'm going to zoom in on one or two of these metaphors before moving along to our second reading. Job says that living life is like a slave waiting for the evening shade. Basically, the lot of human beings is to ceaselessly toil and labor through heavy burdens as they await respite from work which is the shade, or death. Likewise, he says that a human being is like an individual hired out for a day and waiting for his payment at the end of the day. And yet, the only wages Job's received in return for his work have been months of misery and troubled nights. Our second reading likewise makes more sense when we consider what precedes it. St. Paul is writing to the Corinthians who have probably questioned why Paul does not receive payment for his preaching of the gospel. Remember, at the time, it was common for those who taught or instructed others to live off of offerings from their students. Paul refused to do this, and it probably raised some red flags for the Corinthians. Yet Paul's reply, and what our second reading shows us, is that Paul's obligation to preach has been imposed upon him by God. He views his preaching not as an occupation, but as a stewardship. And he says that his only recompense, his only payment for preaching the gospel free of charge, is the very act of preaching the gospel. Although, of course, Jesus says in the gospels that the laborer deserves his payment, and Paul actually references this saying of Jesus just prior to our second reading, Paul says that he knowingly forgoes this right because he does not want any obstacles to stand in the way of winning over as many as possible for Christ. Finally, our gospel. We're still in the first chapter of Mark's gospel, and there's a lot of movement taking place this weekend. Jesus enters Simon's home to heal his mother-in-law, then cures many who were sick, and then goes off to a deserted place to pray only to tell everyone to get ready to travel again. These are sort of like snapshot scenes of a movie trailer. They move quickly from one image to the next to create a sort of day in the life of Jesus' ministry. The detail that many from the town bring ill people to Jesus after sunset is very important. 
Sabbath regulations prevented people from moving while carrying burdens. And in addition, healing of illness was considered work and thus could not take place on the Sabbath. Since sunset was considered the end of the day and the beginning of another, people wait until sunset in our gospel to approach Jesus since the Sabbath had now passed. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this Sunday, the fifth Sunday in ordinary time of year B. If Sunday setup helps you better prepare for Sunday Mass, be sure to please spread the word and share this podcast with a friend. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.